Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The draft is just about two to three months away. Two-ish months away. The combine will be here before you know it. Things are getting hot and heavy when it comes to mock drafts all over the internet. That means it's time for us to officially unveil the Steelers Standard first mock draft 1.0 of the 2023 season. We'll be using Pro Football Focus's mock draft simulator for those that want to follow along at home. Steelers picking the first round, number 17, of course. We will do all seven rounds for this one. I don't feel like making many trades, so we will not be entertaining trades. We are just going to pick them as they come. But in the future, we probably will entertain maybe trading back or trading up. But let's enter the draft, and let's start drafting. We are number 17 overall. Get a draft in. And we are on the clock. Some guys that went around us, number fourteen. Can we over- just can we just go one through sixteen really okay. quick? Since those are going to be significant. Will players. Anderson Jr. went to the Bears. Bryce Young went to the Texans. Ooh, okay. Jalen Carter went to the Cardinals. Will Levis was the second quarterback taken. He went to the Colts. Will Levis. Tyree Wilson went to the Seahawks. Brian Branch, a safety out of Alabama, went to the Lions. C.J. Stroud went to the Raiders. So Stroud fell a little bit to number seven mm-hmm. in this draft. Then Anthony Richardson was taken by the Falcons. He is the guy that we said was going to happen, the guy that ri- the number four guy that rises up the, the boards. It's been Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Then your first wide receiver was taken by the Panthers, Quentin Johnson. Uh, Lucas Van Ness, an edge from Iowa, went to the Eagles. This one hurts, Steelers fans. These next two really hurt. Christian Gonzalez, the uh, corner out Oregon. of Oregon, went to Tennessee. Really, really want him to make it to number 17. I think that would be my slam dunk first-round pick. He went number 11 to the Titans. And then the very next pick, That's Devin home. Witherspoon, the mm-hmm. next best cornerback, went to the Texans out of Illinois. And then two tackles went off the board mm-hmm. in Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. He went to the Jets. Broderick Jones went to the Patriots. And then two interior defensive linemen went off the board. Brian Brees went to the Packers. Tough and Kalijah Cansey out of Pitt right before the Steelers went to the Commanders. Don't think Elijah Cansey's going to be like Aaron Donald, but remember, Aaron Donald went like right before the Steelers mm-hmm. did in the draft class that he went in. Elijah Cansey plays the same position out of pit. So 
bad, bad first round for the Steelers. <laughs> I, a lot like Paris Johnson was a guy I thought might fall. Broderick Jones out of Georgia was a good backup playing a tackle. Both those corners, Gonzalez and Witherspoon, I thought might get there to us. All of them are gone. The number one prospect right now is Peter Skoronsky, tackle out of Northwestern. He's average draft position is 15.5. We're picking at number 17. That fits a pretty big need for me. But the problem is very shiny toy sitting there, too. Because the next best player, ranked number 17, exactly where you're picking, is Jordan Addison, the former wide receiver Mm -hmm. from Pitt. Kenny Pickett's best buddy, best wide receiver at Pitt. Won the Blitnikoff with Pickett as his quarterback. Went to USC last year. Had some injury problems. And um, played well when he was healthy. You still have guys like Jackson Smith and Jigba, too, from Ohio State. Which, by the way, I think he's going to be better than Jordan Addison in the NFL, if you were to ask me. Well, he played for a Big Ten school. He did, and I think he's a better player. And Joey Porter Jr. is still available there, there too. I think you got to... You go Here's what I think. Is that what you're saying? I, I would worry that the Steelers would. But I, if we're picking, I think you got to take Skaronsky. You just got to take the tackle out of Northwestern. He's the best player available. He's supposed to have been picked a couple of picks earlier, so you, you're kind of getting a little bit of a guy yeah, who's falling. He fell a little bit, teeny bit. It, it just makes sense to me to take a tackle, take an inside linebacker, or take a cornerback with this first pick. And the tackle's really the only one that's there that I want to take. I guess Joey Porter Jr. But maybe we take a risk and see if Joey Porter Jr. is still there at number 32. My, my I think vote, it's a big risk. My vote, I think, is for Skronsky out of out of Northwestern. I think I think you get a stud tackle, a potential stud tackle in there. That trickle down on that offensive line would be ama- amazing and and would help immensely with this team moving forward. So you're cool not going receiver in this in this pick. I think right? we'll go receiver later. So uh-huh. here's my only pitch: is that. Guys like Mark Madden, Stan Saverin, who we work very closely with, have put on notice that the rest of the league have the teams who have you've seen really take off are the teams that prioritize offense and offensive playmakers. Uh, the Eagles last year acquiring <clears throat> uh, AJ Brown. Uh, the Dolphins acquiring Tyreek Hill. Uh, you alluded this. You alluded to to those movements, uh, and the Raiders acquiring Devontae Adams. You alluded to that movement, those movements last episode. Maybe it's something that the Steelers have kind of been neglecting and they've been kind of priding themselves too highly on is their success of finding receivers in the later Later rounds, rounds, third or fourth rounds, getting the premier guy. I mean, George Pickens. I think you got the premier guy, though. I know he was in the second round, mm-hmm. but that's that's why I shy away from taking the, the stud in this class because I think you have the stud. You have the stud. And you I guess don't necessarily you, need. You can always make the argument you can always have more right? studs. Right, yeah. But I, I am going to be a positive Pete in the offseason about mm. Deontay Johnson. I think he's going to bounce back. To wide receiver, at the very minimum, to wide receiver one, probably not. I think at that's At the Pickens. very minimum, he's going to get a touchdown, He's going to get a right? touchdown. Like, <laughs> So I think that you've got a legit number one in Pickens, and I think you've got a guy that when you have a legit number one can put up number one type numbers as a number two in Deontay Johnson. So I think I'm very comfortable with our top two wide receivers, and I think you have options on your roster already for number three, Anthony Miller and Calvin Austin. Throw another cook in that kitchen in the third or fourth round as well and have three guys really battling out for that number three spot. So I think I'm going to go with the tackle. I think you go with the less sexy pick, the not the shiny toy, 
You said Paris Johnson was already taken. Paris Johnson's gone. Yeah, uh, Broderick Jones is gone as well out of Georgia. So Skoronsky's the best one left. Would you not be down? Would you not be willing to? And maybe um, it's because of this drop off. We're not considering it. Going after either Joey Porter Jr. or the receiver, and maybe seeing if Anton Harrison is there at thirty-two. Would you be willing to wait for a guy like him? Oh, that's interesting. I think you have a better chance of Harrison being there, being there instead than Porter Joey, Jr. Mm-hmm. or even the Maryland cornerback Deontay Banks. So, oh man, you just threw a nice little wrinkle in there. He plays for Oklahoma. I'm taking the best available. I'm taking Skaronsky. You're just going Skaronsky. I'm just going to take the best player okay. available at the the biggest position okay. of need. Okay, that's mind. fine with me. We are taking Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern, and our next pick is the first pick in the second round, pick number 32. Anton Harrison went at number 30 to the Eagles. Wow. God, they're oh, just what do they need him stacking for? that offensive just line. Assuming, are they just assuming that Jason Kelsey's retiring? I mean, different position, but they're trying to stack all their offensive line? Lane Johnson played through an injury all year, yeah. and Lane Johnson gets injured a lot, and Lane Johnson's getting older. So maybe and, that's and and Jason Kelsey could be retiring again. He plays at center, but you know what? They're just a smart organization. They just build yeah, in the right. trenches. That's, just that's smart what people. they do. Right. Uh, let's see when guys went. So Joey Porter Jr. went the exact pick after the Steelers. He went mm-hmm. to the Lions in the very next pick. Mm-hmm. Then Jordan Addison went the pick right after. Wow. That. He went to the Buccaneers, which I think is a little bit interesting. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba then went the pick after that. He went to Seattle, which wow, that's. If they get him and Lockett and Metcalf, first of all, that opens up the opportunity to get away from Lockett eventually right, and move yeah. on from him. But at the time being, or Metcalf, either one. Doesn't I think happen. they just signed Metcalf though, so oh, I think they? he's their guy for <laughs> a right, while. Well, Deontay Banks went at number twenty-one. Three. Nolan Smith, the edge out of Georgia, went at twenty-two and twenty-three. Another edge, Miles Murphy, Zay Flowers, wide receiver, went number twenty-four to the Jaguars. A uh, couple interesting picks of note. 27, B. John Robinson, the first running back taken, went to Buffalo. Mm. I think that would be a very smart pick for the Buffalo Absolutely. Bills. Tanner McKee was the fifth quarterback taken out of Stanford. He went to the New Orleans Saints. Traded back in with the San Francisco 49ers and picked him at number 29 overall. Interesting choice. And I think it is going to be interesting to see who that fifth quarterback is that's taken off the board because it's going to be – Stroud, Levis, Young, and Richardson as the top four. That's pretty much been set in stone right now. So the fourth one, or the fifth one here, was Tanner McKee out of Stanford. All right, we're on the clock. So where did I'm sorry? Best I must player have available. It. Right I must have missed it. Where did you say um, Deontay Banks went? He went to the uh, Chargers at pick number twenty-one. Mm. So very soon after. The very Steelers. soon after. Yeah, okay. Best player available right now, according to Pro Football Focus, is Antonio Johnson, the safety out of A&M. Don't need a safety. Luke Musgrave is number two. He's a tight end out of Oregon State. Don't need a tight end. Osiris Torrance is a guard out of Florida. Do you go back-to-back offensive linemen here? I would actually be more inclined to go with either of these next two guys. Maisie Smith, defensive lineman out of Michigan, or B.J. Ojulari, an edge rusher out of LSU. Either one of those, I think, would be my picks right now. Or, as I just saw this guy, Dayon Henley, the linebacker out of Washington State. I would go defense here. Uh, I know it wouldn't be a terrible thing to pick a guard in Osiris Torrance, but I kind of think that I'm ready to go into next season with the guards that we have again, especially if we pick this tackle like we did. Maybe he moves Mm -hmm. um, 
Dan Moore in a Dotson spot. Dan Moore plays guard, and I'm comfortable with James Daniels at the other guard spot. So I would lean more towards the the linebacker or the defensive lineman, Maisie Smith, because, again, you got to start stocking the cupboard to replace Cam Hayward eventually, and you'd rather do that sooner than later because he, I know, speculated about, you know, I don't know if he'll be back next year. I think that was just, you know, emotions after the last game of the season. He's going to be back, but that's the conversation we're going to start having more and more as the off seasons come. Is this going to be it for Cam Hayward? So you got to get on that quickly. I'm actually kind of leaning towards the day on Henley pick, the linebacker out of Washington State. I just think that even though you have to start hmm. replacing that defensive yeah, line, right, you can course. get away with it this year. They are so thin at linebacker right now. I mean, I just did ask an answered podcast with Labs, and, and we were talking about Mark Robinson maybe yeah, putting his hat in the right. ring as a starter next year. So, like, they need to get depth at that linebacker. They need to get bodies at that linebacker. Yeah, for spot. sure. You said Nolan Smith and Andre Carter both went. They're both gone. Mm-hmm. And you said you're... <sighs> I'm leaning towards a linebacker. It's, kind of, you it's already, kind of a reach at 32, but I, I think the, re, the, re, the, the the draft didn't fall the way that you wanted it to at 32. You said Osiris Torrance is not there? He is there. Mm. But I said I don't know if I really... Need a guard. We, I mean, you want a guard, but I don't know if... Especially after we just took a tackle. Anton Harrison is gone? He's gone. Yeah. He's the guy we were looking at in the first round. Dayon Henley is your... Ideal pick, or is I think your... that's where I'm leaning right now. Get that linebacker, and then that would take care of your two. According to fo- Pro Football Focus, their three biggest position of needs in order are tackle, linebacker, and corner. That would take care of your two biggest needs right there. If you went linebacker here after taking the tackle in the first round, did you say that? Um... And also remember, Mr. Rooney yeah. said recently he would like to place an emphasis on the defense early in the draft. Sure. We just took an offensive player. So what Tyreek Stevenson out of Miami. He's there. You could take a corner if you wanted to. And but you're kind of reaching at that. For him, it's a little bit of a reach. I think we can wait until pick 49, and maybe an Emmanuel Forbes will still be there out of Mississippi State, the corner. So okay. I'm going to take Dan Henley. Right. I'm taking the linebacker All right. out of Washington State. You got it. Hold your breath on that one because remember the last time the Steelers picked a linebacker? Didn't go exactly no, the did way not. it planned. So. Let's see some guys. That so hoping that hoping that one of two guys, Emmanuel Forbes or Garrett Williams, could be there. Osiris Torrance went 37th to the Seahawks. Tyreek Stevenson went a couple picks after us to the Colts. Maisie Smith, There's the defensive one. lineman, went two yeah. picks after us to the Cardinals. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes went to the Jets there at number go. 43. Garrett Williams, the corner out of Syracuse, went two picks in front of us to the Commanders. Trying to see who the best corner is. Garrett Williams still there? No, he just went two picks in front of us. Mm. Not many corners available at the moment. The best one you have right now, he's ranked 60th. Average Mm. draft position, 62.3. Travius Hodges Tomlinson. But the problem is we're not picking again until 80. So I don't think he's going to be there when you get your pick at 80. Can you give me some names on Yeah, the best available player right now is Felix Anudike Uzoma, the edge rusher out of Kansas State. This is an interesting one. Luke Weipler, center, Ohio State. You feel like you need a center? Yeah. I think you can You could always just continue to add to your offensive line. Mason Cole's not the future either. Right. John Michael Schmitz is another center that's there. 
uh, from Minnesota. You asked the best wide receiver that's available is Kayshawn Boot out of LSU. His average draft position is 55.2, so be a little bit early for him, but not much early. You can explain that. No, and, I mean, my only issue with Boot is the fact that you're you're just going for middle of the pack guys again, right? I mean, Quentin Johnson and Jordan Addison and yeah, but I mean, he's an LSU are all player. Gone. I mean, he played at a big time school, and and again, remember, you're not asking Keyshawn Boot to come in and be number one or even number two. You're just asking him to to be your number three potentially, even potentially number four with Calvin Austin coming back. I just, to me, I think that the Steelers are the Steelers are in need of guys that can help now. <laughs> Rather than just be depth pieces. So would you take Siaki Ika, the defensive lineman out of Baylor then? Because I think that's a guy that could potentially help now. His average draft position is 50.8, which is right here, right where we're picking. Again, you can start to stockpile that defensive line position behind Cam Hayward. Hmm. I'd, I'll put three players out there, and you, okay, you can maybe. decide. I'd go Luke Weipler, the center out of Ohio State. I'd go Siaki Ika out of Baylor, or I would take Kayshawn Boot, the wide receiver out of. Out I'm of I'm leaning towards Siaki Ika out of Baylor. All right, I well, like the I like the the prospect of beefing up that offensive line, and it would follow what Mr. Rooney laid out. Mm-hmm. We just took two defensive yeah, right. players with offensive. our top three picks. Yeah, we went two yeah. defense and one offense. Yeah, with sorry, our first sorry, pick. Sorry. So that's an emphasis on defense. Now- hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, "I got hair plugs." Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, the Steelers have to wait until pick number 80 in the third round for their next pick. The number one player on the board right now is Christopher Smith. Again, a safety. Don't need him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne McBride, a halfback. Don't need him. DeMarvion Overshone is a linebacker out of Texas. Maybe you take him, just get another linebacker, but I, I don't know. I might take Parker Washington, the wide receiver out of Penn State here. I'm cool with going wide receiver here. I, I think Parker Washington makes sense. Another player you could take is Jalen Duncan. He's another tackle out of Maryland, but you just took a tackle. Again, it's not like I'm opposed to taking two tackles in the draft, but I, I think this is where because our next picks at 120, mm-hmm. and yeah, now we went we went from three picks in the top 49 to going from 49 to 80, and then 80 to 120, and then after that, after the pick at 120, you have to wait 116 more <laughs> picks until your next pick and your two picks in the. So you really round. have to make sure you're hitting hard, which here. is why I think yeah. to your point. We're not taking a premier wide receiver. We're still picking in the middle. But, but here's I don't a good go place. To the very, very right. End. Right. Like, I'll still take wait. this guy in the third round. So I, mm-hmm. I'd go Parker Washington out I'm of cool Penn State. I'm cool with that out of Penn State. 
Parker Washington. Now we wait until pick number 120 in the fourth round. And we are on the clock. The best player available is Roshan Johnson, the halfback out of Texas. Again, do not need halfbacks. Mm -hmm. uh, two guys at the top that I think intrigue me. Edge rusher K.J. Henry out of Clemson. Zach Pickens, a defensive lineman out of South Carolina. Byron Young, a defensive lineman out of Alabama. Or Tyler Steen, a tackle. Oh, nope. I know who we're picking. I know who we're picking. I know who we're picking. We're taking Kai, Kai Buk. Kai Blue Kelly, the corner out okay. of Stanford. I have seen guys like Dale. I have seen guys down at the Senior Bowl say that this guy looks good down there. He looks like a, a potential steal in the middle rounds. And that's the one position of need that we haven't addressed yet. Right. So I think we have to, as opposed to doubling down on a tackle or doubling down on a defensive lineman or even maybe getting an edge rusher, which I'm really not that opposed to in the draft either, I think you take your corner here and you take Blue Kelly out of Stanford. Okay. And again, you can't really expect this guy to start right away. He's your fourth-round draft pick. But you shouldn't be surprised if he contributes early and maybe sees his playing time increase. Sure. Yeah, you gotta wait a long wait. time. No now. pick in round five for the Steelers. No pick in round six for the Steelers either. So you have to wait until the seventh round for Pittsburgh to get on the clock again. And now we're picking in the seventh round, so it's really just you know luxury picks at this point. Guys that you don't even know are gonna make the team. And a great example of it being just luxury picks at this point. The number two best player available right now, according to PFF, is Hunter Lupke, a fullback out of North <laughs> Dakota State. No one's taking fullbacks in the draft. Um, couple corners at the top that are available here. Uh, wide receivers. There's a couple. I wouldn't be opposed to taking another tackle here. Just, just, just continue to Wanya add, Morris add went to Oklahoma. Yeah. Especially this part of the draft, right? You're just kind of throwing darts at the wall, seeing what sticks. It's not so much. It's not so important to to really hit in these kind of picks. And just keep stockpiling. Yeah, right, right. So right. I'm gonna take this guy out of Oklahoma, Wanya Morris. And you already have your tackle. You already. I mean, he's your first overall with your first round pick. You went after that position specifically. And then for our last pick in the draft, which is just a few picks after uh, two thirty six, it is um, seven picks after that. I think I'd go with another corner. I think I'd go with Alex Austin out of Oregon State. Like I, when you're picking in the seventh round, I just think I would start throwing, like you said, more darts at positions of needs. And just because that tackle that we just picked or this corner that we're probably going to pick here mm -hmm. won't pan out, that doesn't mean that it's not a good pick. That doesn't mean that yeah. it's not something that you at least get another body at that position for right. training camp. So I'm going to take Alex Austin if you have no No, I really don't. The, like I said, at this point of the draft, you're there shouldn't be just, a lot of pushback hoping, yeah. or a lot of hard opinions. On just guys. hoping you find a Vince one. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like All right, we're getting graded right now. Are you excited to see what our grade is? I bet we did a good job. All right, our our number one overall pick, Peter Skaronsky, was an A. Just a straight up. A. I mean, that's hard to it's hard to mess up a first round pick. Dayon Henley was a B. They did not like Siaki Aka. Really? They skipped. That us was the one that we were. We were having the most options. They gave for. us a C on that one. Mm -hmm. They gave us a C plus for Parker Washington, the wide receiver out of Penn State. Uh, we got a B for Kai Blue Kelly, and we got B pluses for Wanya Morris and Alex Austin. Our two seventh round picks. Our overall grade, according to Pro Football Focus, was a B plus. Okay, mock draft one You'd take a B plus. Right? I'm pushing back on the Siaki Ika. Pick yeah, I'm as a little a defensive line. Like 
If you want to give me a C-plus for Parker Washington in the third round, that's fine. Steelers have a lot of wide receivers. I don't know if that's necessarily a huge position of need. We maybe that was. I'll say this. We pretty much nailed position of needs. We took one luxury player, and that was Parker Washington, right. the wide receiver out of Penn State. But we did it in the third round. So it's it not wasn't like, like you wasted, yeah. No, we got two tackles, two corners, and no, inside Washington linebacker was in the fourth round. and a defensive line. No, round three pick 80 was Parker Washington. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Kai Blue Kelly was our fourth round pick, right. the corner out of Stanford. Um, but a second round pick, number 49, he, he he's rated on the big board of PFF as number 55, so it's right around that area. And the Steelers need to have start stockpiling that defensive line. I think that was a better pick than a C. Mm-hmm. So... I'll push back a little bit on that one, but you know, overall, if the Steelers walked away from a draft class with two tackles, an inside backer, a defensive lineman, two corners, and a wide receiver, I would be very hard pressed to find criticism. Now, of course, none of those guys might pan out, but from just evaluating the draft prospects and their potential in the NFL, you can't be upset with all those position of needs being filled. Right. Anything else to add to that? Well, I think, I mean, when when you have PFF, right, this site can either drive you mad or just validate all your feelings. It's it's such a bipolar website. Yeah, you use it when of, it agrees with you and you think it's exactly. the worst thing ever when so, it doesn't. To me, I think for the Steelers to go out and address the offensive line, something they haven't done with either a first or second round pick since David DeCastro in 2012, it's a great move. I mean... They gave it, what, an A? I mean, I think yeah, that's... a solid A. And then going in the second round, too, I mean, you, like you said, the luxury picks didn't come until later, right? They they had three picks in the first round, and to spend two of those on absolute necessities, and then one of those on a luxury, I think is a really good strategy. I, I mean, honestly, if the cards fell differently and you had circumstances where you could grab three guys who were all really talented and and you weren't reaching on any of them, and they were all coming in, in positions of need, essentially. I, you Would you say the only three positions of need to address in the draft, absolute necessity, are corner, offensive line, and um, linebacker? And linebacker. I would flip the order to offensive line, corner, Linebacker. Yeah, I'm not necessarily yeah, those saying the, the order. Three. Those are the top three. Yeah, those for are, sure. And that's what PFF said. Those are your top three needs right. this year uh, heading into the offseason. What's your fourth need? What would be the fourth one there? I don't think wide receiver's a bad I don't think it's a bad fourth. one to throw in there either. They, it, it's really, My, the it's really like, I, a, I it's like a big three and then everything else. The only reason I pause on wide receiver, I might, and I may go defensive line. Yeah, just that's be- a good call. Just because of the lack of depth. I mean, I know there are there are guys there, and, and it has been improving, or it did improve this past season. It's just the lingering possibility of life post-Cam Hayward. And you don't want to be playing catch-up when he's already gone rather than start to address that before it even happens. I will say this. I... I'm already looking forward to mock draft 2.0 because I don't think that this draft very fell very favorably for us. No, anyway. that stretch from picks like 11 yeah. to 16. I don't. I have very rarely seen Christian Gonzalez go as early as 11, mm-hmm. and I think he's the slam dunk pick for the Steelers at 17. If so he's there, yeah. If he's there, which he was not. You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. You just say, hey, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio for my heart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. When we come back, 
We still do power rankings in the offseason. We start mm. our series of positional power rankings, and what better position to start with than the big one? We will rank our top 10 quarterbacks. I thought you were going to say top 10 punters. <laughs> Top 10 quarterbacks of the 2022-23 season heading into the 2023-24 season. That's on the way next. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Offerman, and this is the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.